I want to be the greatest jazz player in Yorkshire. Yorkshire? What is Yorkshire? Yorkshire is a place. Yorkshire is a state of mind. Hello and welcome to Ale Tales, a monthly podcast about craft beer and real ales with a sprinkling, I said sprinkling, of irreverent banter. Excellent. How are you, Benjamin? I'm very well, Daniel. How's how's life treating you? Very, very good. Uh, actually, that's a lie. It's, it's okay. It's, it's sort of, you know, just... just middling. M- yeah, middling at best, I'd say, at the minute. You know, work, crappy weather, all that sort of stuff, but... We get on, don't we? And we've got this to, to look forward to and to keep us going. <laughs> a nice beverage at the weekend. Indeed, yes. Uh, Midland was a choice of word that was deliberate. Because it's a Yorkshire expre- uh, expression. Oh. About what? It's a Yorkshire expression. Is what's, it? That, what's our theme today, Daniel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that nice little lead in. You're welcome. Uh, it is indeed Yorkshire, God's own. Now, is it country or county? Oh, there's a lot of debate. Okay. I go with county. Right. I, I'd agree with that, actually, because it's not a country, is it? It's county. It's it maybe not. should be a country. Yeah. So, yeah, we are. We go in Yorkshire all the way today. So, first of a new occasional series? Potentially. We shall see. We're going to call the Don't Mess With Yorkshire series? Mm. <laughs> Looking very seductively there. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? I think we're, we're debating whether that's stolen from Northern Monk, but actually... You already have a badge. I do. With that very phrase on Absolutely. Don't Mess With Yorkshire. Yeah, so sister bought it from birthday. I don't think they can uh, claim the rights to that, can they? No, no. So yeah, Don't Mess With Yorkshire. And what are we going to be drinking then, lad? Well, quite the lineup. So, it is a Yorkshire theme, but it's also a new versus old mm. episode here. So we've picked out three um, beers from relatively new Yorkshire breweries. Um, which I shall tell you now. Uh, Northern Monk from uh, Leeds-based with their Psycho Pump. Psycho. Is it which, Pump or Pump? Pump. Pump. Which we've already got put in our glasses. Um, we've also got North Brewing Company, also a Leeds-based uh, Raspberry and Hibiscus IPA. No idea what that's going to taste like, Daniel. I don't know what Hibiscus is. And then the third uh, new beer for the lineup is Turning Point in Kirby Moore side in Rydale, soon to be moving to Nairsborough, the heady metropolitan um, highlight of North, North Yorkshire, mm-hmm. uh, with their Rainbow Road. Um, we'll tell you more about those as we get to them. Um, but that, and that's soon, the soon as you read the new, I'll read mm. the old then, shall I? Yes, go for it. <laughs> oh, that was your job, wasn't it? I just died <laughs> Sorry, right in. Mate. So, yeah, so I, I was more sort of into looking at the new. Ben wanted to go with the old, uh, and he picked out Black Sheep from Masson, which oh, was yes. uh, sorry, the Golden Sheep Ale from Black Sheep. Uh, and then also mm. York Brewery, the Minster Ale, and then Sam Smith's from Tadcaster, the Taddy Porter. Yeah, yeah, very old style beer. So we're putting them sort of side by side. We're saying which we think uh, we prefer. Yeah, for for no other reason than we like the taste of them. Yeah, as uh, a trio and pick out some favourites. Yeah, there's nothing nothing scientific about it really. We're just going to put them head to head. So our first head to head is Northern Monk versus York Breweries Minster Ale. So we've already cracked into the, the Northern Monk, mm. and it is... Lively. Mm, fruity, fruity. I really like the can, actually. Uh, it says, uh, pigs, pigs, pigs. I'm not going to read every one. It says it several times. Then it says Psychopomp. Then it says multivitamin, Excellent. tropical juice IPA, uh, mandarin mango, pineapple guava, citra. There's got to be at least one of your five day in there. Uh, well, that... Clearly, Convinced. the multivitamin sort of uh, gives you a clue. Very nice can art as well. Mm. I do like a bit of can art. A bit golden black mm. going on there. And yeah, that's uh, kind of oddly thirst quenching, but also makes me more thirsty. Yeah. Like the juice, juiciness of it, it immediately quenches my thirst and then I'm left with a bit of dry mouth after. I quite, fi- I quite find that what you get with... These modern beers now, these craft mm. beers, is the um, it's a very distinguishable sort of haze to them, isn't mm. it? The body of them, like this, it looks like a passion fruit or something in yeah. the glass. Yeah. It's lovely and thick, smooth color, though, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's a popular sort of style at the minute, isn't it? The hazy, mm. the hazy beverage. Very good. Very. What good. would you say that tastes like? <sighs> Fruits. 
just, just fruits. shed loads of fruits. Like I could be on a beach drinking some sort of fruity cocktail. I think. I feel like I'm having a a bath Mm. full of pineapples. Nice. Is that a bit prickly? It's a bit prickly, but Mm. that that is a metaphor for the sourness uh, at the end. Are you naked? Yeah, but covered in pineapples. Excellent, right. Can we uh, maybe mock that up at some stage? No. There is no demand for that. For the Instagram page. (laughs) Absolutely no demand. (laughs) But yeah, I really do like that. It is a very, very delicious Mm. lip-smacking beverage quite uh yeah so that's our What's first the pigs one. reference all about i have no idea what the pigs is all about we shall have to maybe ask them mm. research it but just right now, just to uh, time with the yorkshire theme mm. um let's tell our listeners where we bought our beers from one of york's finest finest <laughs> yes sean connery uh it's the house of trembling madness and there are now two of them in york the first one is, God, I would say, decades old, mm. maybe? I suspect so, yeah. Yeah, uh, up on Stonegate. Yeah, very oldy-wildy setting. Yeah, and then they thought they were going to lose it to Betty's. They did, yeah. bastards at Betty's. Up, uh, and then, so they opened a new one, but then they didn't lose the old one as it no, happened anyway. So, so we went for lunch in the, we did. In the new one. What do we have a pint of, Daniel? Uh, we had the Northern Monk, uh, don't mess me with <laughs> as it happened, yeah. Very, very good. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a bottle shop in the basement. Yeah. So, I'd yeah. heartily recommend. Absolutely. Uh, so, we we said we'd put this up against the York Brewery. Yeah. Which actually, you just read the bottle and realised you were quite upset about the fact that it's since moved its uh, bottling and everything to. So it seems to suggest on the on the bottle, doesn't it? Because I know they had some sort of financial trouble. Um, yeah. Well, they nearly went out of business. Didn't they, they did, didn't they? But actually, it says brewed and bottled. Oh yeah, you're right. Brewed and bottled for York Brewery by some dude in Stockport. So yeah, that's a yeah. bit disappointing. But hey ho, so not a true York beer anymore, really. But uh, but I did. Uh, this this has special meaning for for me and maybe that's, for you if you can remember. Absolutely. Well. But it was one of my little gifts for you as as my best man, wasn't it? For, it for was. my wedding. Yeah, wonderful so occasion. I got everyone the groomsman a bottle of this. Uh, I think I've just poured myself too much there. There we go. You, I mean, you can. The difference is absolutely black and white, isn't it, between these two? Oh yeah. It's interesting going between the two, actually. Yeah, you I'm get like it. You even actually get <laughs> compared to the other one. You get like almost a musty old smell from it. Mm. It reminds you of a sort of the, uh, you know, old school pubs that your dad used to take you to when yeah. uh, they nipped in for a pint when you were like twelve. The smell of the carpet. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It says uh, Minstrel is a golden ale with a good malt character. Mm. I'm getting the malt. Yeah, huge malt, but a beautifully full hot palate. I'm not getting that so much. A tree of American-grown hops, Centennial, Chinook, and Citra brings a big citrus punch to the party. Oh, I don't know, you know. Oh, okay. I, I can detect it. It's, the thing is, when you're going between an old and new style, it's yeah. the, the new style beers are so bold, mm. um, deliberately so, aren't they? They're competing to like, out-punch you in the mouth. <laughs> um, whereas the older school ales were just more of a sort of... They were sessioned by nature, weren't they? They were just a bit more mm. subtle, I think. Mm. Um, this does the drinking a minster ale does make me think of like visiting pubs in my childhood with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we did that very often, but you know, nipping in and stuff, you know, or you go for a family lunch or whatever. Sure, sure. <laughs> we were talking on our way back from town though about the fact that some of our friends, same age as us, mm. actually would go for your your York brewery minster ale type thing every mm. day yeah. over anything you know nothing remotely like this northern monk and maybe not even like don't mess with yorkshire we had over lunch yeah yeah because there's too much to it and what what is it that jamie often says he often he says like it was like eating some bloody flowers or something yeah bouquet it? or whatever yeah bouquet um, of flowers so i think it's not to everyone's taste but i am definitely moving in the direction of preferring that bigger fuller fruitier flavor mm. Over, I, I still would drink this, but if you I, if you look at the life of it as well, I know this isn't great radio because people yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. it, but there's just there's not much going on in there, is there? There isn't. No, it look, it, yeah, it's just yeah, it looks like it's been sat there for an hour. Whereas already. that is fresh and you know full bodied, for want of a better you know more beer esque term than, than a wine term. But yeah, 
uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm, I mean, it almost looks like a brandy with a little head in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the colour, the, the the flavour profile. I don't know. It's, for me, it's not. It's it's not doing it for me anymore. But I've just, I have become a bit poncy with with, <laughs> with my taste in beer. I think. I think it's very interesting in a place like Yorkshire, where there's such a history of brewing that you know sons would follow dads into mm. what they used to order at the bar so Timmy Taylor's uh, John Smith's you know the traditional sort of light session yeah. multi beers mm. um, not you know hugely hoppy kind of you know badges um, yeah. and I think even now uh, maybe younger generations than us we're in our mid 30s um, are probably more attuned to just naturally picking up these these bold brash exciting experimental mm. flavours but you know what I'm trying to say is that there's a real tradition in Yorkshire for drinking certain stuff and it's interesting to see how that's evolving and yeah. changing but you, I think you've still got loyalists haven't you to these traditional beers which is why the lineup we got today with the old stuff is still going strong you know you see this this stuff everywhere yeah but that was another conversation we were having wasn't it about mm. the fact that even two years ago when we started Ale Tales yeah. we'd go to somewhere like House Trembling Madness mm. and that shop was full of York breweries, uh, beers, and, and the older sort of stuff, whereas yeah. today... The funky stuff was imported, wasn't it? Yeah, we struggled to find it. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we started off with looking at American beers and all yeah. that sort of stuff, whereas, uh, yeah, these days you can get pretty much anything you want right here in you Yorkshire. You still feel patriotic. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah. like, before, you'd look for the funky beers, wouldn't you, and you'd go, well, I'll, dr- I'll drink a German Pilsner or a wheat beer or a Belgian Duvel or... You know, yeah, those kind of beers. Whereas now you've just got this whole other genre of beers in this country. Absolutely, yeah. Shall we do some news? Let's do some news. <laughs> the first story that I noticed as I was perusing was oh, you do like a good peruse. about Mary Berry. What about her? My first teenage crush back in the day. Uh, so she's had a bottle of beer, basically. What um, type of beer? I don't bloody know. Uh, it's, I know I don't know. It's Armistice Brewery. They've, uh, yeah. So they've released this beer and it's got her name on it, and I think it's also got the word berry in it, which obviously she doesn't have complete control over the word berry. I no, I think berries existed before Merry mm-hmm. Berry. Mm-hmm. So they, they, no, she, not they, has issued a cease and desist order and they have responded by putting smiley face <laughs> emojis all over the nice. uh, the bottle or, or can. Like um, it. So yeah, basically... What, what do they, they call the beer? They were trying to give her an homage. Uh, so it is... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> it is the pastry stout. There you go. Mm, nice. Yeah. yeah. Just wondering what the linkage was to cake yeah. and the like. Oh, and they've actually baking. been even cleverer. So they've said they've put the smiley face thing on, sometimes upside down, and they've called it cease and desist berry. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to buy one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so they're still releasing the beer, and uh, it's still a pastry stout. It's now called Cease and Desist Berry. It's a rocky road. Uh, no, it's not. It's a rocky road. Oh, okay. When you're naming beer after sure. cake presenters. Sure thing. I'll stop now. Please do. <sighs> <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Mm-mm. I'm drinking my beer. You, you get are. on with it. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Um, we were going to talk about um, green beer. What constitutes a green beer? Not a green beer, but a green beer. Um, but yeah, what constitutes a green beer? So a climate change beer, if you like. Right. Because um, that's the direction we all need to embrace. Why? Uh, because the world's going to go down in flames. Oh, that's all just like some some crap that like you know they, right, they came up with to make you like do shit they want you to do. And that little girl, God, she's like she's proper wrong. Uh, what's she on about? Uh. I genuinely spoke to someone this week, oh, and a very educated man who suggested um, <clears throat> that the climate is changing, but we shouldn't be worried about it because we can't do anything about it because it's the planetary cycles. Yeah, yeah. So the Earth started as a ball of fire. So. Yep. What do you expect? This is all stuff that's actually actively been put out there. This isn't a climate change podcast, by the way. 
But this has all actively been put out there by um, oil companies. This is actually, you know, people have looked into this, studied this, investigated this. Mm. This is climate change denial mm. at its very best. Mm. Yeah, there are cycles in the earth. Very true. Mm. However, this is warming above and beyond anything that we've out ever seen. With exactly. the cycles are seen well, before. completely yeah. out kilter with the cycles, and also above and beyond anything that we've we've seen. Yes, um, and it is man-made. Yes. Scientists agree. Anyway, so the things, the reason this affects beer is because obviously the main things in beer are beer. <laughs> so you've obviously got, first of all, you've got water. You have. Yeah. Which, which is a finite resource. Well, correct. And there may be, you know, more, more and more conflict over water uh, in the, I don't know why I'm saying water. You no, I say water. So it's water and land use, isn't it? Basically, big yeah. comes down to it. It, it comes. It comes down to the yeah, the barley um, for the malts and the the hops and the the changing climate will affect the production um, of both of these things. The heat wave last summer was actually really good for the production of barley in Europe, mm. uh, and it actually worked in the favour of hop producers in Britain. But in uh, Western Europe, like in Germany. It was very, very negative for them because it was because it was so hot and it affects all the. I don't. I'm not a scientist, but it affects all the oils and, and all that schnizz and sure. all the acidy stuff. Um, so, but either way, we should will, be responsible with all yeah, that decision making, yeah. shouldn't we? And that comes down to beer as well. So, how can we buy ethical beer? What's the best way to cut out sort of the you know negative environmental consequences of making beer, buying beer? I mean, obvious one's packaging, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it it comes down to a lot of the same things that you hear everywhere else. Really, it's about uh, are you buying responsibly in terms of you know you're not buying something that's covered in seventeen tons of plastic. Are you then recycling that packaging? Mm. Are you buying locally? Mm. Uh, so yeah, locally sourced sort of beer is is good. Something else is if you go into a like a, a tap room or a, a microbrewery. And they are. It's made on site. Exactly. You're drinking it there. They're producing it there. They're um, selling it to you there. There's, there's no. There's no transportation costs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so there, there are lots and lots of things. That, so, Carlsberg, for example, have um, stopped using. That's a green beer. <laughs> it literally is a green beer. Uh, didn't, no, they did. No, they made a red one, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, We've done that. Scumbags. Something that took up what you did. The reds six times. Uh, so. <laughs> I, right, I'm going to take this this opportunity to mention because I promise that I'm going to mention him. My good mate Dan Thomas, okay, in Dubai. Oh yeah, because he would hate me singing that. Because <laughs> guess who he sports? Uh, clearly not Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Quite the opposite. The opposite of Liverpool. Yes, we don't talk about right. him. Well, you should start thinking about them more. I Why? think in the next month or so. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> not worried, mate. Not worried. <laughs> Um, just have a pint of bitter green beer yeah so make sure that yeah Carlsberg that's what I was talking about god you got me rambling yeah sorry uh, they've got rid of those plastic thingies that you know you get around turtles heads and all that yeah turtles heads <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they've started gluing cans together yeah like, it's clever gluing, gluing six packs obvious together. easy solution yeah. isn't it you can also apparently like refill um, cans and things like you get those is it a growl <laughs> I don't know, Daniel. The big, the big cans. Like those big Isn't cans. there a beer called the Growler? I, don't, I think that's a t- big can of beer. So you can refill them anyway. Uh, okay. So yeah, refilling cans. Also, I'm going to stop in a minute because I, I, I know I'm boring. My wife tells me, you tell me. <laughs> I know I'm boring. but I'm not judging. Uh, and we, we've not actually been great today because we've bought a few beers with um, labels on. So like, if you buy cans with labels on them, yeah, with all this fancy artwork. Yeah, on they're these not days. actually great for recycling. So, uh, so mm. that's something else to consider. But you know, we each do our own thing. At the end of the day, though, our beer may be screwed regardless because of the climate. Like, but a good take-home message, I think, from all this is support your local breweries. You know, mm. the ones that have got tap rooms. You know, support the smaller brewers who are, you know, who are farmers who've diversified and they've got crops of barley that they're then putting into the beer. Some of them got boreholes on their land. That's where they get in the water from. You're buying a very local products you know associated with your county your town whatever so you can have pride in drinking that um it's very individual and you know you can support a business that has got a smaller carbon footprint 
Yeah, buddy. That's my message. Yeah, buddy. Le- lecture over. Yep, green, done. Yep. Next beer. Next beer. What do we got, Daniel, here? What do we got? We've had our first versus round. Yeah. Are we, no, get, are we not, saying who emerges? Okay, fine. Not discussing who fine. won yet. All right. I, don't, I think that's unwise. So we'll start off with the black sheep, golden sheep ale. Oh, yes. Born and bred in Masson. Wonderful. Have you ever been to the brewery? I have. It's an absolutely mm. wonderful experience. It is. It's huge as well, isn't it? Smashing place in Masham. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's very big. So, do you want to tell us the story of Black Sheep? <laughs> I don't know if I know it oh, in okay. full. I know yeah, that they've the been brewing there for a long time. And the, Why is it called Black Sheep? It's, Who? it's because... But no, I don't really get it, actually. Cause, Why? Oh, yeah, no, no. It's that <laughs> way around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking they're the original Mass and Brewery, but they are not. No. So, Black Sheep emerged out of Feakston's, yeah. which is a rival operation, also purveyors of fine ale, mm-hmm. just down the road. Uh, and am I right in saying it was one of the brothers or a family member, anyway, from Feakston's? He was, who he was decided like, he wanted to was a brother, yeah. go out on his own, strike out on his own, make his own beer. Uh, you know, creative differences or whatever mm-hmm. um and so yes the black sheep from the family created his black sheep brewery um, and both are huge successes in yorkshire absolute institutions on the ale scene I'd aren't they even today arguably black sheep has outgrown thickstons you reckon today. yeah i think black sheep has got you know just comparing the tap rooms um mm. black sheep's very modern isn't it whereas thickstons a bit of a blast from the past yeah both in good ways i mean i love i love both Depends which day you catch me on, but Horse face. <laughs> I would maybe even put Thiexton slightly ahead of Black Sheep personally. By the way, for anyone that doesn't understand, he's saying Thiexton's. Oh yes, thank you. <laughs> Good. Sorry. Grammar it says case. born from the pioneering spirit, pioneering spirit of Paul Thiexton, mm-hmm. who in 1992 followed his heart and dared start a new brewery. Brewed in Massam, North Yorkshire, this beer is the culmination of six generations of family brewing expertise six. the other thing that we failed to mention at the beginning with our yorkshire uh, theme is this is uh, an official supplier to the tour de yorkshire excellent so that was another reason why we chose yorkshire wasn't it why it was. was that cycling mm. yes <laughs> you can't just say cycling <laughs> go figure uh, no, uh, we've had the eyes of the world have been on Yorkshire this week, haven't mm. they? Particularly Harrogate, our um, Particularly on me. former stomping ground. Mm. Uh, quite, Daniel. Um, yeah, we've got the UCI World Road Cycling Championship been going on all, all week. It culminates this weekend, week. which I've just dated the episode immediately, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so yeah, why is it another excuse for us to embrace the Yorkshire theme? It's been a lot of fun for me, definitely uh, getting to and from. What There's a the lot of sediment. Heck in is that, this? Isn't yeah, you've just you've just like in mid flow cracked open a beer that has so much <laughs> stuff in it. That's absolutely murky and sloshy. Let me let me just say, is that off? Let me just have my moan. Let me just have my moan, Ben, before you start talking about the sediment in here. Um, so yeah, driving from York to Harrogate all week. I'm talking, listen to me, damn it. You know, the snow shakers, <laughs> the snow globes. Yes, it does look like a snow shaker. Go on, sorry, Daniel. I'll talk to you about sediment in a minute. All right. First you need to moan, moan, moan. Yeah. So it actually hasn't been a pain in the ass at all, but I was ex- fully expecting expecting it to be. because no one's gone to watch it. And actually, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because it's, it's not. Been, uh, no, through the week. Yeah. Because everyone's working. It's, been lovely, it's not lovely school holidays. This day, yeah. It's supposed to be around this weekend. Okay. Right, so the, right, okay. So it hasn't been very well attended, particularly. No, and businesses have complained that they haven't had the expected uh, footfall. But oh damn, I suspect it'll probably change this weekend. And Jarvis Cocker was on the stage last night on the straight yeah. in York, in Harrogate. Jarvis, the uh, fanzo, yeah, right. Uh, Yorkshire legend in his own right. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. So while you while you're moaning or talking about this. Yeah, you're looking at this sediment here. I actually feel a little bit sick. Yeah. Well, I had one the other day. Uh, Stay at that. Where was it from? It was It was a Bristol-y one or a Bath one oh. uh, that I got when I was down there. And it had, yeah, it had loads of sediment in it. So I started doing some research, started looking it up. Mm-hmm. And basically, best buy dates do matter. Um, because the fresher it is, the better. It says drink fresh on the can here. Yeah. But... When's the the, the sediment actually doesn't matter. 
Does it not? All right. Well, so, it's safe to consume yeah, and all that. Yeah. Um, so basically, that looks like. I mean, there's so much. It looks like bath salts. That is absolute. Ma- I've never seen so much sediment in a glass. Mm. This is the. Um, I don't think we said this yeah. is the North Brewing Company IPA that we're on to. Yeah, the raspberry hibiscus. Yeah, that's the dude. So I might just have a quick look up. You you talk to yourself. I'm quite concerned about that. When's the? Uh, I'm gonna have a look. See if it should have um, anything in it. I think best before's January next year. So. Mm. So well, uh, the other thing we we're going to talk about was uh, hashtag Let's Beer Happy, which has been a thing on social media where people have been using this hashtag to talk about the first beer that was their gateway into the world of craft beer and ale. Gateway drug. Quite. Um, so yeah, it, uh, my gateway beer probably was a funky number called the Rasputin, um, which is shrouded in mystery. Yeah, don't look it up; you can't find it. You won't find it anywhere. There's there's one called Old Rasputin now, but it's not that. It's a different one. Um, and I discovered this when I was at university um, in an amazing pub, which we will go on to mention, called the Devonshire Cat in Sheffield. Um, and this this kind of place you go with like a leather bound volume of. Uh, you know, beer menu. And anyway, you, you go there and you try something really random every time. And I got into this Rasputin stuff. Um, lovely sort of dark, slightly nutty, raisiny beer. Absolutely lush. Um, and yeah, so I used to order a bottle of that every now and again. Anyway, all of a sudden, one day, absolutely loved it. But um, went to the bar, asked for one, and they said, well, we don't stock anymore. Oh, okay, why not? Um, and apparently, the story goes that um, basically they got this beer from some random dodgy geezer. He used to pull up with his car, unload his boot, and say, do you want some of these? <laughs> I love how that's become a positive memory for you, even though actually Absolutely. the end of it is pretty Full dodge. Of dodge. And yeah, apparently this guy kept coming, kept coming, because they'd buy the beer, um, tasted brilliant. And then all of a sudden, one day, just stopped coming, and Rasputin was never to do, be found again. Do you want but um, it was the only bar pub in the whole of the UK that I've been to where I've ever been inspired. Anyway, that was my gateway because... Do you, do you want to know? Do you want on. to know what happened to that guy? Hitman? He went to prison. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's possible. Some sort well, of custom Well, I mean, much, much like uh, the, the guy that the beer was named after, um, he, he stopped looking at your beer as if it's like just pooed on you. I'm really concerned. So, do you know... I'm not going to bore you with Rasputin. Do you know what happened to him there? Uh, he grew a really long beard. He did, and then he got like shot and drowned and poisoned and still wouldn't die. Like there wow. was there was rumours that he was like an actual wizard or something. People couldn't kill him. He was incarnate as a random dude selling beer out the back of a car yeah. in Sheffield. Maybe that was him. Maybe he was selling like his own. Yeah, this is me. I am Rasputin. The essence um, of Rasputin. There's. So all I can think is that it says uh, hibiscus has been added in the late boil and there's been a fruit injection of raspberry finished off with dry hop citra. So this is the North Brewing mm. beer with this clean strawberry aroma. So have you tried, Have you tasted it? Yeah, it tastes, it tastes very nice, nice yeah. but it looks filthy. Right. Let like, me let me tell you exactly what I found out. In fact, I'm not, I'm not going to search it, but what I found was uh, the... Sediment is fine. You can drink it. It's it's, it's okay. And in fact, it's it's kind of good for you. All right. So it's good for you. Yeah. Well, I just don't right, believe I'm it. I'm finding the actual article. And um, while I'm finding this, I'm going to talk some multi-faceted and multi-talented. Filthy. My first, my gateway beer was uh, definitely a Brooklyn. I I drunk mainly lagers prior to that, uh, and wasn't a big fan of like ales. My dad tried to get me into Thiexton's and uh, things like that, but I wasn't really a big sort of ale drinker or you know bitter or anything like that. So for for me, like the uh, yeah the the introduction of American craft beers and things like Brooklyn just absolutely knocked my cock off. Um, I <laughs> explain <laughs> why you're looking at me like that. Um, so yeah, uh, there was a. What's pit- your favourite Brooklyn then? What was your gateway Brooklyn? The uh, Largo or. No, the the summer ale you mentioned earlier, and then there was Marvelous. the yeah. They did that. they did an IPA as well, didn't they? Yes, they did an IPA. I was looking through my Instagram. I got one from like twenty twelve, which so is the East going India back a bit IPA, for, wasn't it? Yeah, you yeah, me. it was. Yeah, it was the East nice. India IPA. Yeah. So this uh, moving back to sediment. I know I'm jumping around a bit. 
Stay Calm and Float On is the name of this article. I mean, yeah, but that's sunk. That, I mean, that is like the seabed. Look every, at that. Every once in a while, we chat with a fan who... I don't, this is deschutzbrewery.com. De, de oh, yeah. Uh, every once in a while, we chat with a fan who's concerned about floaties, flakes, or sediment they found on their craft beer. Is it bad? Will this make me sick? This looks gross. Or a few of the comments this we read gross. here. Uh, we know you want a uh, beer that is delicious, but you're also interested in high quality ingredients, wonderful aroma, blah, 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 blah. Small amounts of sediment in a beer is natural and often a common occurrence in the brewing industry. <laughs> That's not a small amount. That is absolutely riddled. <laughs> right, okay. So the only... Which is a shame because it tastes very nice, but it's put me off. Yeah. That's, I mean, I've had countless North Brewing Company beers. I think it's actually got, I think it's beers, actually got raspberry seeds that. in it. I can actually see the shape of raspberry no. seeds. <laughs> Mm. Well, I like it, and I'm going to drink you know, all like when the you've sediment. Got a bad guy in a Marvel film, and they've got like a really cracked mm. face. Who am I thinking of? Like someone out of Fantastic Four or whatever they're called. Uh, That's Fantastic Eight, isn't it? No, it's Fantastic Four. Is it? Uh, you mean the rock? The rock guy, the big rock man. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a bit of his. It does exfoliation yeah, in the bottom of the glass, or the other it's not the guy from Ragnarok. Sure. He's a rock. Oh, you don't watch him, do you? Mm. So you're you're quite, you're like talking about uh, superhero films from about twenty years ago. Yeah, that's my. You haven't point. seen one for about twenty years. Nah, that's because I keep doing the same thing that. over and over. I still don't understand that. No, I'm having a time out. Right. So that's our that's our uh, beers from back in there when we we were we were we were snappers. Yeah. Our gateway beers. Uh, now, the other thing you wanted to talk about was 10 pubs you should visit in Yorkshire. But before yes. you do that... Ho. Can I... Ho. <laughs> I didn't call you ho. That was a Can I just tell you about... Um, Excitement. Go on. Tell me. A, an experience I had at, at my door last night. I've no idea where this is going. So, you know when somebody knocks at your door? Yes. Thank and you. wasn't sure what You think, right, I haven't invited anyone round. Hmm. It's going to be a door-to-door salesman, a Mormon, or, I don't know, someone I don't want to talk to, basically. No offence to the Mormon community that I'm listening. They're massive fans of huge fans. <laughs> You've alienated half our audience. So, and I, I was halfway through, like, making a fire and setting up for dinner and stuff. So I was like, just bugger off with you. But I opened the door, and this guy, very friendly chap, and he was like, oh, What time then. is it? It was, it was late. It was about seven, half seven. Uh, so it's dark by then. It was dark, yeah. But I actually, before we even started talking, I, I looked at his clipboard and it said, save the Jubilee. And the Jubilee is the pub around the corner ah. from me. Now, this closed before I went to Dubai, so like two years ago. So he's a bit late, <laughs> essentially. Well, I'll, if you let me... <laughs> Sorry. I, I feel like I'm talking to my kids at school. You're welcome. If you let me finish, I'll Carry explain on, it to you. Mr. Granger. So he... The whole point is... <laughs> it's fine. You can say my say. <laughs> um... October 7th or something there's, there's, a, there's a hearing uh, in the council or something about the building because it's mm. obviously been sat for so long it's now been boarded up because people well he told me somebody set a fire in it like a week ago like tried to make make a fire okay. all the windows were smashed so it's now boarded up anyway so he said that the owner is effectively stalling because he wants to make it into flats uh, even though it's protected on some sort of keep it a pub what community sort of asset sort type of thing. scheme? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think what they're saying is, oh, we're going to make it top bit into flats and then a little bar in the bottom or something to save it as a pub, but it'll be crap, won't it? So I obviously signed it, gave him my email, um, and he was also talking about maybe turning it into a co op, a cooperative sort of uh, thing. Well, oh, a cooperative pub. Thought you, yeah, meant, no. thought you meant a convenience store. <laughs> no, I was thinking a cooperative of pub. Crap 90p no, no, no. plowman's sandwiches. <laughs> A cooperative pub is definitely better than a co-op. Hugely. So I obviously I ticked stay informed, tickety tick. Yeah. Co-op question mark tickety tick. But actually, maybe he did mean to. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got you thinking now. So this, you know, we, we've we've spoken before, I think, haven't we, about like um, save save the local and all that it, sort of absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And I do think that cooperatives are a way to go. Yeah. Now for me, I might be moving in the next sort of year or 18 months but I'd still potentially like to get involved in that now mm. am I stupid for doing that or do you reckon that's something worth doing no no it's all about you know you, you got to protect these assets as you say you know mm. they'll soon disappear otherwise and one, I think once pub's gone and it's you know it's gone you know it's really hard to have another one in a community unless there's a 
suitable vacant building if mm. there's a history attached to it then it's unlikely that you're going to get another one there um and people shouldn't have to go into town go into the city centers to to be able to go for a pint you know no. it's british heritage tradition isn't no, it exactly, and yeah. the community pubs that i visited and yorkshire is blessed with some brilliant ones yeah that they're all fantastic operations because people really care about it and it's about creating a a vibrant community asset that people could see was going to be taken away from them. And so they put a lot of effort in it. So I think it's a great thing to be part of, definitely. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, you can just me. save the Jubilee, God save the Queen. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I was saying to my wife, like, it's, uh, it's a beautiful building and it's a shame that it's you know, fallen into absolute disrepair and stop making faces at your beer. I think that's three times you've distracted me now. I know, so many I'm in flowers. proper teacher mode, but you've just... So many. I, I, I mean, I've got what a third of a glass left. I don't know if I want to drink well, that chuck third. Chuck it. Chuck it. I mean, it, but it does taste good. Can, it does taste good. It, yeah, it's yeah. a bit tomatoey. You get tomato, do you? A little bit in a weird way. And not as a bad thing. Mm. The colour's quite sort of. Um, I really, I do, orange. I do like the the flavour. I do like the flavour. Again, I don't really know what hibiscus tastes like, but no idea. Um, let's have a look. Um, what about the golden mm. sheep? I knew I adored that beer before we cracked it open. Yeah. Um, wickedly Moorish, it says on the bottle, and I'd subscribe to that. Yeah, it is. It's it's very drinkable. Golden, uh, crisp, yeah. session-y, lovely. Yeah. And that that is the magic of your older school ale, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You don't really... There's not much thought needs to go into them. You well, pour, You pour it... No, I'm, I'm not slagging them off. I'm saying you pour it, you know you're going to enjoy it. It's, it's yeah. the old reliable. Like, my stepdad let's call him mm. uh, drinks john smith's mm. nothing but mm. so me and you know other people will be sat around the table drinking all sorts of stuff I quite like Diff- that. different I quite like the old and school he, he'll be like ah i'll have another john smith's please and that's all he'll have mm. that's all he'll drink he knows what he's getting he knows yeah. the standard yeah and that's i could do that with this it, it in is 20 years it's, time it's a, well probably we probably will as we get older just go mm. you know what i know what I like so yeah. therefore that's what i'm gonna do yeah yeah um yeah. now this the, and you know, you say easy to make. I know you're saying you're not being disrespectful, but you know, there were only a few like stables of beer that you'd create back in you know 20, 30 years ago, and so to then, you know, you got all these people competing, making the same types of beer. So to create a really good one of those mm. is brilliant. That mm. takes incredible skill and like refinement, and that is a superb example of a golden blonde beer for mm. me. Mm. Love it. Crack lacking. Hibiscus is a genus of flowering plants in the mallow family Malvasaceae. Uh, it looks like a plant. It looks like a flower. So I don't know why there's hibiscus in it, really. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting a bit of tomato from that as well. Tomato. Again, it's another dense one, isn't it? These, I mean, that, that's the way it goes. I think they, what, they literally want to create... I think there's a bit of image attached to the new beers, isn't it? You see that in the artwork of on the cans. but course. Like, literally yeah. with the state of the glass other than all this bath salts in the bottom of this one it's like a block of dense colour isn't it it's yeah. almost like ooh that looks pretty mm. one of those mm. agreed mm. we are late loot we are late loot we are late loot we are late loot maybe Something maybe shall we do another are you mental I am Yes. Rainbow Road. Have you ever played Mario Kart? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember Rainbow With Road? You. I am almost certain that this is inspired by Mario Kart. Because it, it does say the best results stay on the track. Ah, it must be. Yeah. yeah must I be. thought it was a LGBT thing. I don't believe so. But no, that is definitely correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's a low ABV, full flavoured IPA packed to the rafters with Citra and Comet hops, a perfect all day beer. I'm waiting to be impressed by after the last modern failure. I want Yeah, but you like you like the Northern Monk one. You've had yeah, two yeah, yeah. good Northern Monk beers today. Yeah, and like you like the North I, I do love Northern Monk. And you like the North Brewing. Yeah. Uh so let's Are we Get ready to rumble? Like, no. Yeah, we are. Are we? <laughs> oh, shit, absolutely. Um, we need to have at least one bottle open on the episode, so I'm going to yeah. do that. All right, well, leave the stat for the minute, though. I love that, by the way. So what, my little magnetic man? Yeah. It's 
like me, I'm magnetic. <laughs> Some might say. That's another cloudy one you see. It is. Oh, don't Sorry. Into the... Right, last week you were, last month you were sneezing. This month you look at that. Yeah. Fucking zero sediment. How a fucking beer should be. Wow. Northern two wankers. two beers in and you, well, four beers in and you're swearing like a pirate on leave. Pilot, pirate, sailor, pilot or pirate? <laughs> Both. Pilot in you're, a tree. You're drinking like a pilot and swearing like a pirate. Have a sniff through that, lad. Oh, aye. Get your goblets around that fucker. <laughs> right, you've gone. You've gone off the deep end. <laughs> I mean, I was slightly tipsy after the first pint. Okay. Mm. No, you don't have to do it like you're supping wine. What do you think? No, I'm not. No, it doesn't. No. Mm. Wow, lemon. Whoa, fucking yeah. lemon. Yeah. All of a sudden at the end... <laughs> The mic should be on. <laughs> it is. How was it? Oh my god. Are we recording? <laughs> oh, okay, I thought we were still shooting the shit, man. In between. We had a little palsy episode I love there. It. I love it. <laughs> Good. I'm well, glad you captured that because it was a genuine reaction. Quite often, some of the best boom. things you say are off mic, so I just thought I'd catch you off mic. Well, you yeah. cheeky hoe. <laughs> Called you hoe this time. <laughs> well, cheers. You know what? I think that's a grower. First sip, I wasn't sure. You've only had a first sip. How do you know it's a grower? I had two. And now grower three. isn't after two sips. And now three. No, that's got to be at least six sips <laughs> right, okay, before you, you call it a grower. Mm, mm. Four. Mm. I know it's called Rainbow Road, but why are you drinking it? You know? <laughs> Camp way. Yeah. I don't know. Exaggerated don't. manner. <laughs> Even though you're not trying now. No, I like that. Jury's out. I reckon we're going to argue about this one. Although... Porter is never going to be that impressive to me, is it? It's never going to be my No, it's an interesting versus this one. Although, actually, actually... The famous actually, Charlie Porter. You're so cool. You're welcome. The, what are we going to talk about, Daniel? What was I going to talk about? Oh, we are, I was going to talk about how I'm getting into Porters. But do I think, that. No, do that. I please. think I've said that No, I want. Times. I want to know more. Okay. Or is that it? <laughs> I had one from Dig Brewery. Who were they then? They're in Birmingham. Suspicious immediately. (laughs) You don't like peaky fucking blinders. I can't dig it. (laughs) I mean, I can't do the accent. So they're in uh, Digbeth. Oh, no idea where that is at all. So it's a bit of a rough area of Birmingham. Anyway, so I had their porter and it it was good. That was last night, actually. It was very good. Very tasty. Last night? You were in Birmingham last night? No, I had it in a can. <laughs> it's um, it's Beer 52. Not that they're sponsors. I think we've mentioned that before. But uh, I forced myself to get the mixed box. Not just the mixed box. The mixed box. Not just the light beers. Because I want to like darker beers more. I want to like dark beers more. So I don't just limit myself to a light box. No. There um, is a time and a place for a dark beer. Oh, yes, there is, my friend. Yeah, and last it's, night was it, I think. My go-to... What's your go-to going watching the football? Mine is a, is always a Guinness. I've got a tradition. So I started drinking Guinness watching the Champions League run right. last year with the Mighty Reds mm. six times. No, no mention. No, no. Um, you can shut the hell up. And so because we kept winning, you know, Liverpool kept winning. So I kept drinking Guinness watching the football. So that is now my official football drink. Have you got an official Spurs drink? Oh, it's a sore topic. I think we should put an end <laughs> to this friendship <laughs> and this podcast. The, right here. Our two listeners would be hugely disappointed. <laughs> Spurs are still 2-1 up, I'll have you know. So Dated it immediately. Just uh, Liverpool won today. <laughs> Dated it Unbeaten. Seven wins. Anyway, carry Why on. Why are we so obsessed with dating this podcast? I don't know. The main feature... That you decided we were going to do was ten pubs you should visit in Yorkshire. Yes, because I mean, both our listeners do actually know Yorkshire, so it's a bit redundant. But we're going to do it anyway. Um, so if you are happen to be a guest visitor floating by and have caught our podcast on are the you wind, a floater. Yes, welcome. Um, these are some pubs that you should definitely pay attention to if you are in the wonderful county of Yorkshire, God's own county. Daniel, kick us off. No, you go, because that's... Well, no, it's not in that particular order. We've written some down. Start from top. Well, I've mentioned it already, haven't I? Start from top. 
All right, lad. Um, Debbie Cap, Devonshire Cat in Sheffield, absolute institution. Um, as I mentioned before, they have their beer menu in a leather-bound volume. There are so many beers. What's beautiful, right, Dan? They've got the bar, mm. as you tend to get in a pub, right? Not often. But next to the bar, mm. right? You follow so far? I'm still with you. There's a little room, right? Yeah. Mm. Okay. A ro- imagine it. A Don't room next to a bar. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, that's down the road. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this room next yeah. to the bar. Glass panelled walls, so you yeah. can see into the room, said room next right. to said bar, and it is stocked with shelves of beer, like oh. literally from floor to ceiling, like in House of Trembles today, where we right. bought the beers yeah. for this episode. Yeah. Beers from around the world, and you can go, "Can I have some up from in there, please?" And that's wonderful. In the pub, yeah, fantastic, absolutely wonderful. Does it cost more to drink it in the pub than take it out? Uh, when I went a little bit, when I used to frequent it regularly, you couldn't. Take, do take out beers I would imagine that's poss- you, it wasn't maybe a it's changed you just had to oh no 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 it was drink on the premises right all these things are on the menu but they had like you know 100 plus beers on the menu so you're not going to have all those on tap or in bottles behind the bar in fridges so they used to go in the little room and you could see them picking them off the top shelf the dusty bottle oh, the top, or the the ladder uh, not the time okay all the more entertaining um, so yeah the Devi Cat if you're in Sheffield if you particularly if you're a student in Sheffield and haven't discovered the Devonshire Cat already what are you doing get down there it is incredible an absolute Sheffield institution I mean Sheffield is absolutely flush with wonderful drinking establishments but the Devi Cat is a good one excellent Coach and Horses in Harrogate is next up I may have put that on the list as well I think Daniel you, you did I, a few of these are yours but that's fine <clears throat> I, I like the Coach and Horses as well obviously we're both from Harrogate originally mm. uh, and the Coach and Horses are just a really good example of a classic pub I have lots prob- of mahogany or oh, wood rich, similar. rich mahogany <laughs> I've had my best pint of Timothy Taylor's Landlord in yes. there yes says a lot. Yep, yeah, it does. It does. Because how that is poured, because it is a great beer. Yeah, and how it's um, kept conditioned. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's all telling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for me, that's... I mean, it It, it has some memories of, of other people. <laughs> but uh, but I like... I do like that pub. It's I need brilliant. to go back, actually. I do need to go back. What did they rename it after um, Cavendish, the cyclist for the Grand Depart of the Tour de France? The Cavendish and Horses. That was it, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I think I think that's right. Yeah, the Cavendish horses was pretty cool. They yeah. changed signs and everything, and they yeah. had like yellow spray painted bikes all over it. It's fantastic. You... But it's a proper traditional pub, and you can get brilliant Yorkshire ales in Harrogate mm. by the Stray. You can sit outside. They've got benches now lining the walls outside. Very nice, nice. Um, it's a beautiful spot. Mm. Traditional pub, great atmosphere. Absolutely. Are you into your cycling? I have a bike now. You I've, do, yeah, you're right. You're as right. of last month. You're a rider. No, I'm not. I'm okay. one of those commuter shit cyclists. Right. That um, people honk out and like no, stick two fingers up at. Yeah, and I don't have a bell yet either, which right. is I'm finding is quite essential to be a commuter cyclist mm. because mm. people are in your way all the time. Have you got a luminous vest? No. You need I know I refuse to be a geek. <laughs> <laughs> I've got although I did deliberately pick a loud helmet. Right. Yeah. Because um, you can go cool and get on, oh, and get a black helmet and look sleek yeah. and like hard. What no. colour is it? Uh, it's bright, shiny white and right. luminous yellow and a bit of blue on there as well. Good, good. People can see me coming. It means I don't fear for your safety as much. No. As I'm only on the road about 5% of the time, right. which is a good job. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen you drive. I've seen you hey, play, I've only written play football. Three cars off. I was, <laughs> and that was a long time ago. I have no, I have years no claims now, Daniel. How many? A couple. Oh, well, no, then. loads. Loads. Like <laughs> loads. Five or more. Yeah, but you don't really drive anymore. That's why I do. It's just not my car. Okay. It, um, that sounds like a steel car's. <laughs> it's, it's my wife to be's car. Grand Theft Auto. Next pub. No, next beer. Um, <laughs> I cracked the Teddy Porter and poured it while oh, you were talking. You cracked it all right. Just stay going to have a sip of water, actually. Blimey. Yeah. Daniel's wavering. Cheers, oh, cheers buddy. Hey, oh, that's splashback. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. All right. Mm. Mm. Dark. Oh, the smell of that oh, is yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. What are you getting? It's not licorice, but it's close. It's mm. like... Oh, 
That is wonderful. That is that is really nice. That's re- it's a really dense. Tr- it's treacly. Mm. That's what I'm getting. A treacly smell. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I'm having like. Daniel has his eyes closed. I do. I do. I'm just I'm picturing where I am. <laughs> I'm going. I think I've said this before about a dark beer, but I'm going back to like a cabin, and I've got a blanket and a fire, and I'm just snuggled up and with Ben. I mean with Elaine. <laughs> And uh, wow, yeah, it's just it's really warming, isn't it? It's like it feels quite wintry. Yeah, it like does. It. Which is odd because we've got this sort of summer, yeah, three percent, uh, yeah, type effort here, and then we've got a wintry. But yeah, well, both. I like both. I know what you're going to say, but we'll have to discuss it. <laughs> right, number three, head of steam, go. Yeah, head of steam in Leeds. Perfectly placed because it's right next to the train station and they have a wonderful selection of beers. It's one of those cool bars that I love that you don't get enough of these days where the bar is all the way round. Do you know what I mean? You can walk around the whole bar, all four sides. It's in the middle of the right. pub. Like a kitchen island. Sure. Mm. Yes. Yes, we'll go with that. Mm. Um, I love that. It's just like communal. It's adds to the atmosphere for me. Um, and yeah, it's slightly like dim lit. Um, amazing beers communal sort of atmosphere very popular great range of ales on tap fantastic place and it's as i say you know sometimes the best beers are the ones you have near train stations because the little cheeky bonus beers bonus beers <laughs> i reckon we'll have one of them tonight oh yes we're heading there aren't we heading to Leeds, yeah. oh yes absolutely so yeah couldn't recommend that highly enough super duper uh, i think we're running a bit long on time but let's just fly through these eagle Indeed. and child my York. absolute yeah, favorite in the whole of yours so sorry go on <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm dominating this section, Daniel. Come on, bring the noise. Um, this is another one that you really love and you did introduce me to, but I com- I'm completely with you there. The the sort of atmosphere of the pub is they've bought it and they've gone, you know what, we like it the way it is. The floorboards are like all over the mm-hmm. place. The walls are a bit cocky. Yeah, you got the old beams. Yeah. The beers, you know, they've got a decent selection of beers on... It's uh, Lee's Brewery one, on isn't snap. it? Yeah, it is Lee's Brewery, but they also have some Lots York... Yeah. Uh, yeah, some York uh, breweries in there as well. Uh, yeah, decent cask, decent keg. It's quite um, intimate as well. you got live music in there and stuff. Oh, I've it's had good. some intimate nice times in there. Wow. Definitely, definitely. Well, that was well my, my best memory of it was <laughs> was uh, not with you. My best, No, oh. you were there. But it was watching two little old ladies play some random game that I've never seen before. But they were just... Like I was just watching them for about half an hour, just playing this Shots. game. I don't know what it was, but I, I don't know. I can't even remember if it was cards or yeah, it was. It was like some sort of weird Dungeons okay. and Dragons esque sort of nice. card game or something. And they were just sat there for ages playing it. And I was That's just so watching. York. Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, go next one. I definitely don't know. Uh, oh my word! If you go to the Yorkshire Dales, you have literally have to go to the Blue Line in East Whitton, preferably stay the night. It is a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, and again, you know, lots of wood around the bar. In a, there's like a, there's, <laughs> I don't mean it's a dick fest. Um, there's like a curved, a there's like a, <laughs> like a curved bit in front of the curved like wooden bit with little booths in front of a roaring log fire. You can get the best Yorkshire ales on tap, served immaculately in great condition. It's a wonderful, cozy place. You know, if you go there, take your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. It, it's I couldn't recommend it enough. Stay there. And the Yorkshire Dales is amazing. Um, Yeah, I'm probably preaching to the converted. Next one. Uh, Starling in Harrogate, which actually is an odd one because in the day it's like a coffee shop cafe type thing. But at night it just transforms into one of the best craft beer bars slash pubs that I know in the sense that it... Really, like the people working behind the bar really know their beer, mm. which is rare these days. Yeah, that's fair. There's a fridge full of class beer from brilliant breweries, mm. um, and yeah, it's it's reasonably priced, especially for somewhere like Harrogate. And yeah, like even if there's only another you know twenty thirty people in there, it the atmosphere is still is still great. It's got the whole sort of scrolling screen of of the beers on offer, uh, which. Ben's turned his nose up at. Not a huge fan of the screen. I quite like that because I, as I say, I am turned into a bit of a beer nerd. So I'm like, I'm looking at them. I'm going, oh, I love that brewery. Oh yeah, I want, I want to try that one. And I am getting to the stage now where I'm like, yeah, I want to try, you know, a third of that and just have a little a sipler of it. I know. Again, you're probably not there, Ben. Like you're not. (laughs) 
you don't believe in I'm, that, I'm old school I want a pint of what yeah. I can see on tap yeah but that's fine or but, keg but Starling is good you can't deny it that is, it is it's, there's there's a sort of stripped back charm to it as well yeah. and it's and I mean this in the best way possible it doesn't feel hugely like um, polished and professional mm. there's but, no pretension to it yeah yeah exactly that's that's a better way of putting it I don't mean any detrimental effects so it's, it's great yeah it's just like People who enjoy beer go there, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I just go say, there. we've said in the previous two episodes, I uh-huh. believe, that we struggle to get pine. I just got pine. I know you said Hell. you got lemon. I got pine in the in the first, and that's the turn. This is the turning point. Rainbow Road. Okay. <laughs> no. You don't no. Get it? No. Do it. I put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. No. I mean, have. No. But I'm gonna do it right now. Let's in my mouth. Mm. I, it's not. Cause I'm talking. Uh, so. Ben's definitely going to talk about the next one because he really likes Fanny's. <laughs> a wonderful place. If <laughs> it's a wonderful place with gone. Go to Fanny's L House in Saltaire. Do it now. It is a wonderful place. Um, Saltaire is a UNESCO World Heritage Site um, with a mill that's been converted into a bookshop. Daniel, you're moving the microwave. Micro- microwave. Don't move the microwave. The microphone away from me. Um, I kind of want some microwave pizza now. You're not having any. Uh, Fanny's is great. It's on two floors. It's quite small. Um, but again, it's got an absolutely epic selection of ale around the bar. Um, there are two local breweries now in Saltaire as well, which is fantastic. Saltaire, if you don't know, it's near Bradford. Don't let that put you off. It's great. Um, and yeah, it's a great place to go especially um, with the after-work crowd on a Friday night because it's absolutely banging. Everyone wants to enjoy the ale and get involved and there's a bit of music and stuff like that. Great place. Absolutely. So, um, Saltair Brewery and Salt. Salt, yeah. Yeah. Newcomers on the block. Salt's getting loads of rave at the minute. Yeah, they're all over the place. They've loads of rave. Is that (laughs) what the kids say? Um, (laughs) Salt have got a bar, actually, on the canal in Leeds in between my commute from the train station yeah we were going to go there today and then we decided not to but no but anyway Uh, Daniel me hit me with those rhythm sticks I will Uh, so we've talked about already on this episode House of Trembling Madness or House Mm. of Trembles as Ben's put it on there which is what most people call it the cool peeps in York (laughs) so the original the original in particular I'm going to talk about the original place because right. it's an more in- charm yeah exactly an incredible building uh you know a real sort of it's got that medieval uh charm to it you know your mm-hmm. massive raised roof and your beams and boars heads on the wall I, th- I think they're fake i hope they're fake and it's surprising and isn't it because the, the bat that so the ground floor is a beer shop isn't yeah. it yeah and you've got two rooms as well, so it yeah. keeps on going, and yeah. it's just wall-to-wall beer. Yeah. But then you go upstairs to the bar, don't you? And it's odd because you would have thought not many people know about it, but it's a, it's the worst-kept secret in York because yeah. it's always full. And you end up sitting next to, like, anybody and just yeah, having yeah. chats with them, and it's, uh, it's Like, it's you're great. literally rubbing elbows, aren't you? Yeah. And, and they uh, do great platters of food as well. They do great food, um, yeah, brilliant, like, just little bar snacks and other things like that. Uh, and yeah, again, the beer is just fantastic selection, um, and I love it. Yeah, well, and we'll stay in York for the next one. I think you should introduce this one as well, Dan, because I know that was one that you wanted to put on the list. Well, sorry, I've interrupted you going for I a sip feel, of beer. I feel like the Minster Inn in York was part of the reason Ale Tales was created. Interesting, because when you moved to York, I was already here. Mm. We met at this sort of halfway point, um, which was the Minster Inn, mm. and we sat and we chatted shit and you know talked about beers in a in a random way. And I think that was that was where part of it sort of came alive. And we've had other experiences there as well, some better than others. But uh, we're going to detail. <laughs> let's not go into too much detail. But the punchline is a guy that we didn't really know comes back to my house and ends up slagging me off and falling on the floor with after he drank your very expensive after whiskey after drunk my whiskey yeah so but anyway. the Inn generally has really positive <laughs> memories for us and it's um, quite nice isn't it it's like um, I don't know how do you describe it it's, it's almost like the kind of pubs you get at um, big 
like London train stations where there used to be mm. parcel rooms. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. like little rooms, isn't it? There's sections. Yes, yeah. little areas to it. Yeah. It's it feels like you're wandering around a house that serves amazing beer yeah. and everyone sat there drinking beer. Yeah. Drinking exactly. beer, drinking drunken, beer. Drunken, they were drunken. Uh, yeah, definitely. Last one, go. Jacob's we're, World we're Bradford. towards an hour, which is... Oh, in fact, we've already surpassed Hooray! an hour. <laughs> Jacob's World Bradford, go there. It is yeah. brilliant. It is tucked just next to uh, like a, a subway type thing on the way to the National Media Museum. Is it called that still? Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like you go downstairs and it's sort of like in a basement type thing, but it's great. Uh, I think we went in there before one of the Star Wars premieres of the year um, and Not it was premier, Christmas time yeah. and they had all the sort of local breweries and Bradford is brilliant for local breweries. The district as a whole is fantastic and they had all their local Christmas themed beers and there was some guys playing ukuleles and anyway, it's a great place. It's got a great reputation. It's been there forever. Yeah. Go there. Beautiful. Beautiful place. So that's it. So what's the verdict? Why are we in Belfast? <laughs> Belfast. What's the verdict? On what? First beers. First beers. The first beer versus was Northern Monk of Leeds' Psycho Pomp versus the York Brewery <laughs> Minister, wasn't it? Pomp. Pimp. <laughs> Correct. Um, I'm going with the Psycho Pomp. I agree. Why? Hit <laughs> <laughs> me with your reasons. <clears throat> I think it was a very fruity, hazy number, fresh and refreshing. As I say, there was a there was a bitterness at the end that left me with a bit of dry mouth. But the York uh, Brewery Minstrel left me wanting more. It just felt a bit flat and empty and just there wasn't much to it. It was a little bit one-dimensional. Yeah. It was nice. It, it's I, a I solid, it, solid impression of it. But it's, I got I got sort of like a treacly taste. And I think it's the it. hops. It, no. it claimed to be hop, hoppy, but it really wasn't. I got a sort of vaguely citrusy after burner there. But um, yeah, I, I just enjoyed the sort of round flavour of the Psycho Pump. Mm. Um, it was very sort of fruity. Pump. Uh, yeah, no, it was a lovely sort of classic edition of a classic edition of a modern beer. Mm, correct. Second versus was uh, it was what was it, Daniel? I can't even remember. Oh, it was the um, Bath Salts versus the uh, <laughs> North <laughs> Golden Brewing. Sheep. North Brewing Company Raspberry and Hibiscus um, IPA. I think you can tell which way I'm going on this one. Do you want to explain yourself then? Uh, sure. Um, the gold sheep, golden sheep ale is just like an absolute classic for me. Um, it's nice, sort of. You, you could stay on that as a session beer, um, but it had like a clarity of flavour that was really refreshing. Um, just a brilliant example of a golden beer. And you know, as as we said, you know, the, the the there are styles, basic styles of beers that have been done time and time again, and Black Sheep absolutely nailed the golden beer with that one for me. I did like the taste of the uh, the modern North brewing effort, but I was totally put off by the amount of sediment. Maybe it's that can, you know, I reserve judgment. It was a good beer, but nonetheless, take the sediment away. For me, the golden sheep edges it. Maybe we should have sieved it or something. Maybe. <laughs> Shouldn't have to do that to a can of beer. True. Daniel? I once again... I agree with you, actually. Hell, uh, hell's bells. The the golden sheep is is a classic. It's it's a lovely, lovely beer, yeah. and the flavors in the North Brewing Co beer were good. But we did end up both pouring a third of our glass away, didn't we? Yeah, it's horrendous. Just because we didn't want to drink the raspberry seeds and bath salts, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, Even though it's you said sh- it was good for us. It's a shame. Well, I was trying to <laughs> persuade you because I also tried to persuade myself yeah, a, a yeah. few weeks ago. But it is off-putting. And it especially is. when there's so much of it. I don't think they intended it to look like that. Probably not, no. Um, so the third one, this is the clincher because at the moment we've got a, an old beer winning and a new beer winning. Mm. So um, where are we with this one, Daniel? Well... So we've got the Turning Point Rainbow Road, 3% uh, Citra Nano IPA, 
and the Sam Smith's Old Brewery Tadcaster Taddy Porter. And I think we're actually split on this, aren't we? Uh, I am going to go for the turning point. I think that that sits better with me. Uh, Why? <laughs> because it's a lighter, fresher uh, sort of summer beer. Maybe I'm not willing to let go of summer. Do you like right citrus? Yeah. Maybe you're in the right place. <laughs> for me, it was it was nice. It was sort of gentle on the palate, and then all of a sudden, I was in stocks being absolutely pummeled by lemons. Like, you know, literally being hit by 14 lemons at one time. And that was too much. Right in the face. It hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas for me, that Taddy Porter is... You know what? I don't know, and this is a shocking admission, I've had plenty of the Sammy Smith stuff, but I don't know if I've ever had a Taddy Porter. I've had Porters before, but I don't think I've had a Taddy Porter. That is absolutely fine. (laughs) Fine. Fine. Not as in fine fine as in it's okay, as in, oh my word, that is... Fine. Yeah, but again, you're into beautifully sort of smooth. Like it's yeah. so smooth, is that? It's wonderful. Yeah. And what did I say? It's not licorice. What's the the flavour that I'm getting? I don't know. I'm gonna have another sip. Do it. So it says mm. uh, brewed with well water. The original well at the old brewery sunk in fi- 1758 is still in use, with the hard well water being drawn from 85 feet underground. Malted barley, roasted malt, yeast, and hops. Fermented in stone Yorkshire squares. It's a smooth, sweet, treacly, malty taste. It's absolutely delicious. That, for me, is my favourite beer today. Yeah. Do you know it's the oldest brewery in Yorkshire? It doesn't surprise me. What I love about Sam Smith's is that you go to one of their pubs and you'll pay like £3.21 for a pint. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yes. But Ran- you do random amounts and very yeah. small amounts. You end up with yeah. copper as change. Yeah, absolutely. So there we have it. So we're actually a bit split, which uh, is a bit like the last episode of Lost in that it brings <laughs> no, no closure whatsoever. But uh, we've we've basically sum- surmised that the old and the new are both pretty, have place. pretty damn good. Mm. Yeah. So very well done. Yorkshire, Yorkshire, Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Had a few pints. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 